48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. Officials warn that COVID cases will continue to rise after hitting another record level today. There are calls for even stricter social distancing measures to keep the virus in check. And the only person to confirm he wants to be chief executive says anyone can run for the job if they're patriotic and capable. Health officials say they expect the number of COVID cases to climb further after confirming 614 infections today. Almost three quarters of cases have no clear source. Authorities say that from tomorrow, part of Penny's Bay Quarantine Centre will be used to isolate younger patients with milder symptoms. Close contacts will quarantine at home where appropriate. The controller of the Centre for Health Protection, Edwin Choi, said cases would rise further, but this doesn't mean the virus is out of control. We expect there will be more cases coming in a few days, but um, we, we consider this is some um, effect after the uh, holiday events and clusters. So um, hopefully with all the social distancing measures and uh, we, we still appeal to members of public not to gather, um, stay home. So we hope with these measures and also our current containment measures, we hope we can still contain the, the disease. Dr Choi also urged people to support those put under home quarantine after coming into contact with COVID patients. He made the appeal despite acknowledging there could be an increased risk of infection associated with the new arrangement. Compared to sending close contacts to quarantine facilities, the risks will slightly increase. However, during this critical period, we have no other way out because we have to reserve more space for patients. We have to strike a balance. Earlier, a specialist in respiratory medicine warned that Hong Kong could have 10,000 COVID cases a day in a couple of weeks if the current trend continues. Dr Leung Chichu urged the government to impose stringent social distancing rules so people will stay home to curb the spread of the Omicron variant. He says authorities should also recruit fully vaccinated young people for infection control work. It is a critical period because uh, we are seeing exponential uh, increase of the case. It is doubling every two to three days, just as uh, what has occurred in Europe in the past two months. And unless uh, we can ask uh, everybody to stay home uh, as much as possible, rapidly uh, decrease uh, the speed of spread of the virus. With the effort of everyone uh, during these two weeks, we hope to reverse rapidly increasing trend. And if not, we may be seeing over 10,000 cases per day after two weeks. The government has sealed off a block in the Fuchong estate in Shampipo for testing. It says sewage samples from Fuyut House came back positive for the coronavirus and there's a higher risk of infection. The authorities aim to complete the operation at around 10 tomorrow. Meanwhile, people have been allowed to leave one of two lockdown buildings at the Leung King Estate in Tunmen after three preliminary cases were found. Work is continuing at a neighbouring block. The only person to announce plans to run for chief executive next month, Chek Li Sen, says he didn't receive Beijing's blessing before throwing his hat into the ring. Speaking at the Foreign Correspondents Club, the businessman and film producer said he decided to run because of unhappy episodes in his family life and encouragement from friends. He says anyone can run for Hong Kong's top job if they're capable, patriotic and can deal with stress. I just talked with two friends before making the decision. I have no way to liaise with the Beijing or any other thing because I believe that 
I strongly believe that under the new election policy, any person who meets the requirements, the requirements of loyalty, capability, and、uh, endurance, and under pressure, you can do it under pressure.、Uh, I think I can do it. Mr. Sun also said he's tired of waiting for someone else to declare that they're also in the race. I just like a boxer, already sitting on the ring and waiting for the government to appear. And in fact, I'm waiting for a long time, quite a long time. Very tired. I almost get as a slip. The weather: it will be cloudy, a few rain and mist patches overnight. Rather cool tomorrow morning. The minimum temperature down to about 13 degrees in the urban areas. Couple of degrees cooler in the new territories. Bright periods during the day, with the maximum temperature getting to around 17 degrees. Moderate to fresh north to northeasterly winds, and they will stay mainly cloudy in the coming couple of days. The temperature now is 18 degrees, humidity 84 percent. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past eleven. The health secretary Sophia Chan says the government will roll out a self-test scheme for COVID-19. Once it gets its hands on enough kits for everyone in Hong Kong, but a medical expert says one kit per person is far from enough to pick up COVID carriers and curb outbreaks. Maggie Ho has that story. Speaking on an RTHK program, Sophia Chan said the administration is drawing up guidelines for the self-test scheme and making the relevant preparations. We are trying to buy the kits as quickly as possible for everyone in Hong Kong. We have to make arrangements and accommodations. When so many people are doing it at the same time, what do we do with the positive results? For the overall arrangements, we have to issue guidelines. Chief Executive Carrie Lam said last week everyone in Hong Kong will be given a kit to test themselves at home, but Professor Chen did not say when the scheme will begin. She said it will start when the government manages to procure the kits. Ricky Xu, adjunct associate professor of biomedical sciences at the Chinese University, pointed out that people may test themselves days apart while still moving about in a city, potentially spreading the virus. But he also said it could be treated as a pilot scheme for people to get used to testing themselves regularly at home, which he says may become a norm in future. Quick test is already a mainstream procedure in many places around the world. We all know COVID will not disappear in the near future, and it may even stay with us forever. We must learn this new skill of collecting specimens for ourselves. Professor Chu said it would be best for everyone to take a test within the short time frame, so as to pick up patients and cut any transmission chains. But he acknowledged that this could only be done when there is enough supply of self-test kits. A group of school bus and coach tour operators has appealed for greater government support to weather the pandemic. Operators said they're worried they may be left out as the government has only offered handouts to frontline workers. Transport sector lawmaker Frankie Yick says the next round of funds should cover more people in the sector. Now the concern they have is look at the fifth round of the financial aid. The government just provide financial subsidies to the frontline staff. Instead of the operator themselves, they said why the government have missed them out. So、uh, that's why they come to have a provision today. Hopefully, the government on the sixth round of the financial assistance, they will be included as well. More other than the frontline staff, the operator themselves should be included as well. 
The Consumer Council has warned Hong Kong to prepare to pay more for food and other daily necessities in the coming months. It says this is because of the rising challenges of supplying all sorts of goods to the SAR. The warning comes a day after the government played down concerns about food supplies from the mainland after cross-border drivers were briefly ordered into quarantine. Timmy Sung reports. Although the price of a basket of 230 supermarket items the Consumer Council monitors rose by less than 2% last year, canned foods jumped 20% and frozen meat was around 10% higher. But his chief executive, Giddy Wong, expects such household inflation to increase in the coming months. It is not a positive news. The suppliers, they're also having a lot of challenges in shipping different kinds of goods into Hong Kong. So unfortunately, probably consumers have to suffer in the next few months about further inflation on different kinds of daily goods. The warning from Giddy Wong came as the council summed up the complaints it received last year. There were a total of 27,382, down 11% from 2020. Topping the list of complaints were those regarding electrical appliances, with nearly 2,580 cases, followed by telecommunication services. The council's chairman, Paul Lam, attributed this to people spending more time at home using such appliances. It's very natural that they would see that there's a need to replace uh, new electrical appliances to suit the need. For example, they need a better air conditioner, vacuum cleaner, things like that. And that gives rise to complaints concerning quality of goods and quality of maintenance service. Consumer Council Chairman Paul Lam ending that report. People have returned to work on the mainland after the extended Lunar New Year holidays. This year, the Ministry of Transportation expected almost 1.2 billion people to make trips during the festive travel season, up more than a third from last year, but still much lower than the 3 billion trips taken in 2019 before the pandemic. In Beijing, subways were filled with passengers rushing to work today and traffic jams came back to the roads. Mr Lee is a manager with a power investment company. I hope in the new year the pandemic will come to an end and also the economy, which has been quite affected in the past two years, can recover fast so that people will have more job opportunities. Australia has announced the reopening of its borders to tourists and other visa holders for the first time in almost two years. The Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, said visitors who'd been double-jabbed against COVID would be welcome from the 21st of February. We have been progressively opening our borders since November of last year. Those programs have proceeded very successfully. Um, whether it was the programs we had in place with New Zealand or Singapore, and then with Japan and South Korea opening up to international students and backpackers and, and economic uh, migrants who are coming to Australia, that will now be extended uh, principally to international visitors who will be able to return. The condition is you must be double vaccinated to come to Australia. Australia has had some of the world's strictest border controls during the pandemic. Intensive diplomatic efforts are continuing to de-escalate tensions between Western powers and Russia over Ukraine. The French President Emmanuel Macron will hold talks in Moscow with President Putin. He has said it's legitimate for Moscow to raise its security concerns, but added that Ukraine's own security could not be compromised. The Kremlin spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, downplayed the prospect of any major development from the meeting. The situation is too complex, too complex to expect decisive breakthroughs in one meeting. 
But we know, and Macron himself has spoken to Putin about this, that he's going with certain ideas to find possible options for diffusing tensions in Europe. And he intends to share these ideas with Putin. Let's wait for the results of today's meeting. To sport and home favourite Ren Ziwei has claimed his second gold medal of the Winter Olympics as he led a China 1-2 in a chaotic finish to the short track speed skating 1,000 metres in Beijing. Liu Xiaolena Sandor of Hungary crossed the line first but was penalised twice and earned a yellow card. That elevated Ren to gold and his compatriot Li Wenlong to silver. Ren won gold for China in the mixed team relay on Saturday. Earlier, teenager Su Yin-ming made history by becoming the first male snowboarder from China to reach the Olympic podium. The 17-year-old took silver in the men's snowboard slope style behind Max Parrott of Canada. Todd Harding reports. Every rider in the slope style final had three cracks at the course, with the medals decided by the best score of the three. And three years after being in hospital fighting cancer, Max Perot's smooth line and massive jumps off the Great Wall-inspired course was good enough for gold. His second run of 90.96 was enough to hold off home favourite Sue, who scored 88.70, and fellow Canadian Mark McMorris, who finished third. Switzerland's Beat Voigt scorched gold in the men's Olympic downhill in a dramatic race that pitted skiers against an unforgiving course that was untested before the Games. The Swiss racer finished just one-tenth of a second ahead of 41-year-old Frenchman Johan Clary, while Austrian Matthias Meyer claimed a third Olympic medal in three games with bronze. Russian teenage star Kamila Valieva made figure skating history, becoming the first woman to land a quadruple jump at the Olympics. And not content with one, she landed two. The 15-year-old landed the quadruple jumps as she once again demolished the competition in the freestyle programme team event in Beijing. Russia won the gold medal with the US taking silver and Japan the bronze. Sweden's Sarah Hector won the women's Olympic giant slalom in a race stripped of a showdown with Michaela Schifrin after the Americans slid out in the first leg. In England, non-league Boreham Wood will face the Premier League side Everton in the fifth round of the FA Cup after beating second-tier Bournemouth 1-0. It's the first time since 2017 that a non-league side have reached the last 16 of the competition. Boreham Wood coach Luke Garrard was proud of the way his team kept the opposition from scoring. We've come here to a side that are in the Championship and have aspirations to get to the Premier and I genuinely believe they will do. We've kept another clean sheet. We've come to a side that score goals and we're now not conceded in our last five FA Cup games. We're going to Goodenson Park. It's, there's so much going on in my head at the minute that um, yeah, I need to digest, enjoy a few beers and then regroup tomorrow. A reminder of our top stories tonight, officials warn that Covid cases will continue to rise after hitting another record level today. There are calls for even stricter social distancing measures to keep the virus in check. And the only person to confirm he wants to be chief executive says anyone can run for the job if they're patriotic and capable. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 
It's a Hurricane Smith. He started off life as a sound engineer, worked with a lot of big bands, including the Beatles, by the way. And uh, a track they could obey, what would you say? Into our second hour this Monday evening. Thanks for getting in touch with all those that we have requests for so far. We've got Stevie looking for Frank Ifield. Uh, who else have we still got to go? Jody, how are you doing? Uh, Mercy and uh, Duffy. Uh, Duffy's track uh, called Mercy. And uh, Michael also looking for Magic Carpet Ride by Steppenwolf. Lang, 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 lang. This one from the Chiffons first, though, and he's so fine. He's so fine. Lang, lang, lang. 